Welcome to FacingMelsMusic.com podcast, featuring some of the most heartwarming stories from musicians all around the world on FacingMelsMusic.com. Hi there, everybody, and welcome to Facing Mel's Music. So I'd like to introduce you to the idea of what Facing Mel's Music is and where it originated and uh, to give you a little bit about my background as to what has led me here. So my name is Mel, Melanie Padron Golding, and I'm half Spanish, half English. And I am a singer-songwriter with many, many years experience, about 30 years in the industry. And during those 30 years, I started when I was oh, 12 years of age, so uh, giving away my age there. And I have been trying to pursue a career in music for as long as I can remember. Um, I got very, very close to making it many times before, and I've worked with acclaimed record producers, I've travelled the world, um, but throughout this journey, I've been through a myriad of changes. Um, I've seen lots of image changes and uh, working with different people. As I started my career when I was 12 years old, I started actually in Tenerife, the Canary Islands, and I started off innocently because I had an absolute love for singing, a real passion for singing. And my favourite artists at the time were Whitney Houston and Michael Jackson. And living in Tenerife, the Canary Islands in the 80s, there weren't many performers in those days. Now, well, it's a little saturated. Um, but yeah, times have changed drastically. So I was very excited to begin a career in music and I started with um, a friend's father who was a local entertainer in a bar in Los Cristianos and I started off my career there um, and I loved it. I loved everything about it and I knew that that's what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. What I didn't realise was how hard it was going to be and the uh, record industry, the music industry, how hard that was going to be to embark upon. And I ended up spending many, many years, in fact, my entire life focused, um, dedicated to music. I was developing myself as an artist, so I, I developed myself into being a songwriter as well. And um, I changed um, image uh, like I mentioned before, by being a solo artist uh, in kind of a Celine Dion sort of capacity. And from that moment, later on, I ended up joining a rock band. So I've had quite a colourful uh, life in music and, um, and has seen quite a few genres as well. And throughout this process, gigging was always a part of it, gigging in the UK, gigging in Spain. And... Um, didn't pay very well, some of them paid okay, but it just seemed that the whole process was just a constant struggle and it's very, very hard to make it in the industry. Uh, you have to be extremely lucky and it's not just about the hard work, which is what brings me on to Facing Mel's Music, so it's about facing up to the music. In 2008, I decided um, that I would take on another career just in case it wasn't going to turn out. 
but like a backup career. But this backup career became quite a major focus, and which is what's led me here today. This career was a career in counselling and psychotherapy. So I did, I started off actually with a certificate and then it developed into a diploma. And then eventually I just carried on until I got the full degree. Because what I didn't realise was that I was not just going to learn all these skills for helping people. I actually didn't realise that I was going to spend so much time on a thing called self-reflection. So self-reflection is a time when you're looking really, really deeply into yourself and, and to your behaviours and, and why you act in a certain way and why you respond in a certain way. Um, I really didn't see that I was going to be doing so much of that and that is why it just rolled on from certificate to diploma. The years just rolled on because I just had such a great interest and I was really developing as a person. And it was that developmental process which I saw in myself where I realised I was going to help people to also self-reflect. Helping people was what I felt I was good at. I felt that throughout my career in music and on the road I ended up meeting a lot of people who would just come up to me and tell me their life stories and totally confide in me and uh, with, with such an empathy that I had um, I, I, it was just it just felt very natural to go in this direction so uh, that's when I started to consider a career in counselling, which was obviously uh, later on. So I went on and did a wonderful course in person-centred counselling. And Cole Rogers uh, was the founder of this humanistic theory. And he believed that there were three core conditions so Carl Rogers uh, came up with these three core conditions, which he believed were the three attributes to create a growth-promoting climate sufficient for individuals to move forward with uh, self-exploration uh, in order to become their true selves. So the three core conditions are empathy, unconditional positive regard and congruence which is real, being real. So this changed my life very much because I looked at all these skills, I learned, um, I had to do placements, I started working with uh, children and uh, young teenage teenagers, teenage girls actually, and I started to see their vulnerability and at the beginning I, start, I was empathising more than actually facilitating and that was part of my growth as a counsellor. But the good thing about that was it meant that I was totally attuned to that client and could really feel their, their sufferings or their issues, um, their need for understanding. And this is what I felt that I needed as a youngster myself. So I continued on this journey and I became a qualified counsellor and I am registered with the BACP. And then I continued with my work as a writer also. I had a, or still have actually, a um, duo uh, with Nova Luna, 
and I'm collaborating with other writers who I've been working with for years. And so this passion definitely has not died, um, but my, my passion for something else has basically gone in another direction. I'm interested in the developmental process of young performing artists. I'm interested in what is essentially the development mode as an adolescent, uh, which adolescents obviously are already in this developmental uh, mode of changing, transitioning from a young person to adult. And I'm interested in how that actually works when you're within a socio-political industry where there's lots of external influences which affect things like identity. They affect how you think and feel uh, about yourself and they can affect your creativity and they can affect your confidence and your self-esteem. So hence I think now I've worked with some young people in music. Um, I became pastoral support worker and I did some work with some uh, aged 14 year olds to 19 years of age, um, young people who actually wanted to take up careers in music. And I could see how they were uncertain of who their real selves actually were. The other element is, uh, and I've actually done some writing to this, is how equipped is the young person to actually go out and be the superstar. And by equipped, I don't just mean having great records and having the voice and the talents and the know-how. I mean emotionally, how, how emotionally, how well emotionally equipped is the young person. Um, this is what I wanted to look at um, as, as I relate it to my own experiences because as a young person myself, I went through quite a few battles. Um, some of them were family battles, um, which I won't go into just yet. But again, it's external uh, stuff which would affect well-being anyway. And um, having all these knockdowns and um, being criticised, even if you're good, even when you are good, there will always be something that a professional will find, namely the A&R department, will find to give the reason why they can't sign you. And this really will impact on the young person's thought about themselves and can really head them into a lane of depression, deep depression. And um, yes, it's picking yourself back up from that. So I'm going to speak a little about um, facing Mel's music. Obviously, that comes from facing the music, facing up to your music. Um, and I put my name in there because I wanted to be the facilitator of what is basically a website intended as a platform for musicians to get together and discuss topics which go beyond your public careers. Um, so I wanted to create a show which was about exploration, but public exploration for the musician. And it's about debates and it's about your point of view, your words, hence your music. So together we are raising awareness of the personal lives and internal processes that the performer has to endure whilst honing in on their crafts. So this platform, facingmelsmusic.com, is for guests who are entering into the world of music and or show business. 
Um, I mainly have created it for the music industry, but it doesn't have to stop there because the same will apply, for example, to actors. Um, so it's not only for those who are at the peak of their careers, but for those who are at an unknown level, a level of struggling to make it. And this is why I look at the younger performer, who was literally, they are, they are starting out in their careers. So it's the impacts on personal life, it's family and friends. And sometimes things can become unbalanced to the point when the artist can lose track of what they're doing. This platform is also for the lovers and fans of music and show business. Ordinary people with extraordinary views, and let's not forget to mention honest ones. So are you a fan, or are you someone who can't stand unwarranted attention? What are your views on the struggling artist, the rich and the famous? Do you feel there is a gap in humanity, which unnecessarily sets people apart as being different to one another? Is it fair? Or do you need inspiration and someone to look up to? The focus is about mental health and emotional well-being. Interviews are conducted and hosted by myself. So I've had an entire career, as I mentioned before, as an unknown artist, as a singer for many years, trying to make it in the industry. I got close many times and almost got that huge record deal, but for political reasons it didn't happen. But now as a qualified counsellor, with the true empathy as an artist myself, I believe we often see the artist emerge and tend to lose the person. So this show gives the opportunity for the artist to be as fully exposed as they wish by exploring the personal and internal processes throughout their careers. Whilst we see the artist emerge, we rarely see the person behind the facade. My show my website will give the chance to totally self-indulge and explore as you would in a private therapy session. Only here, you'll have the world listening in. So I'm particularly interested in the young emerging artist as my strongest memories were as a young artist myself. Striving to become well-known and respected, my own experiences hugely impacted on my self-development and not always in the best way. As a youngster, and just like for most young people in music, it was a goal, a drive, and an ambition. It had to happen, and anything to the contrary was a devastating thought. During my years of training, I got to help many people. I started working with children and young people, and eventually worked with adults suffering an array of varied issues. What I didn't take into account was how my own self-awareness was going to be raised in the process. Suddenly I saw myself from a new viewpoint, perhaps of a perspective of other people. And this was quite a daunting experience as many issues came up from my past, including attachment styles and my suffering in a child. It was from here when I got involved with projects of youth work for music participation. Topics broad and varied and include subjects such as why did you want to get into the public eye? What actually drove you to wanting to be famous? Is it vanity? Is it fame? Is it fortune? Or was it just purely creativity? Very, very different reasons and motives to get you into the public eye as a performer that has to be looked at. 
Throughout this journey, I could compare and reminisce on my own experiences as an adolescent in the music industry and realised how little professional support there actually was for young performing artists who go into this world blindly with only one objective in mind. There will be many topics for discussion and I want to know what you would like to talk about too. So topics like these can open up other portals leading to questions such as is this to do with the ego rather than your creative self? And then you have other areas such as family life. What's family life for the musician? So perhaps uh, if you're young, you know, what is it like being the young person in the family? Are you a star? Are you accepted, embraced? Are you pushed up there? You're supported or... Do you have quite the opposite? Um, and what about your siblings? So, for example, maybe you're... Okay, if you're a young person in your family, you know, do you have all the support and backing from your family? Are they aiding you to make it? Or are, are they actually hindering that? Are they against it? Are they saying, nah, you're wasting your time. You should go to law school. You should be doing this, you should be studying don't waste your time, you'll end up with nothing. So what kind of comments are being made and how is that impacting on that young musician? Then there's sibling rivalry, competition or support. Which one is it? Do you have jealousy around you? Do you have jealous siblings? Or anybody in, the, uh, in your family, whether it's a family member, whether it's friends? How are you being received? And finances, you know, art doesn't pay. So how do you support yourself? This is a big one, a very, very big one. So you find that most artists who are out there are, their passion is to get out, get themselves out there, become this well-known person and sell their records and get on the road. But to get that far, you need to invest and put your money there and pump it into that situation, which is incredibly difficult and where does that come from if you're unless you're rich unless you have the backing which is why a lot of people who do make it had the backing had the financial backing and that's you tend to see that quite a bit so you might have someone who's absolutely amazingly talented someone not not so talented but has the financial backing they're the ones who've made it so these are topics to be discussed slightly taboo and there are many, many more. But this is what Facing Mel's music is all about. So I just wanted to say hi. Again, I'm Mel Golding. And um, you're listening to Facing Mel's music. I welcome you here. And I can't wait to put up some more podcasts. Take care now.